goal is to give you hope, insight, and encouragement so you can flourish in your journey as a special needs mom. Each week, Sarah, Amy, and Carrie will explore a theme, share an inspiring story, a practical tip, and encouraging blessing using their combined experience of over 30 years of parenting special needs children. Thank you for joining us today. Hi there, it's Carrie today. Our topic for October has been mindset shift. And today I want to talk about control. As special needs moms, we all know about control. We certainly know what it feels like to be out of control. But we also know what it's like to be in control of our schedules, making decisions about therapy appointments, doctor's appointments, medications, surgeries, IEP meetings. We know how to advocate and sometimes even fight for what our child needs. I think sometimes all of the decision-making eludes us into believing that we can have a measure of control over our kids and what happens to them, that somehow we can prevent all the bad things. When our son was three years old, he was having symptoms that he needed a major surgery on his spine. It's a pretty scary surgery. One of the complications is leaking spinal fluid, and you also have to lie flat in bed for several days. Not really sure how a three-year-old can handle that. There's also some medical evidence that the more you do the surgery, the more it's needed, and we just weren't sure we wanted to start down that road at the age of three. After some deliberation with his specialist, research, we decided to wait. We waited, and then by the time our son was five, he needed another surgery to fix a secondary problem that occurred from not having the first one. Looking back, I felt like I had made a huge mistake. It didn't matter that our son's neurosurgeon, my husband, and I had made a plan and that we had made this decision together. I felt like out of fear, I had chosen not to do that surgery, and then he was going to need other surgeries in the future. As they say, hindsight is always 20-20. To quote one of our very favorite characters from the Incredibles movie, Edna Mode, she says, I never look back, darling. It only distracts from the now. We made the best decision we could in that moment at that time. Now, I don't completely agree with Edna. I don't think we should never look back, but it can distract from right now. We should not look back to beat ourselves up for a decision that we made. My husband has said we can evaluate the process we used to make that decision. Did we gather enough information? Did we cover our bases? But not the decision itself. Pastor Dean Falk said once, We live under an illusion of control. We can choose to live under the mercy of our circumstances or the mercy of God. Circumstances make a really bad God. Living at the mercy of your circumstances will wear you out. What we need to do is become God-reliant, not self-reliant. As parents, we definitely live under the mercy of our circumstances, and this wears us out especially our illusion of control. We think by doing this or that, we can make our child healthy or sick. But instead, we need to take those steps to become more God-reliant and less self-reliant. What this requires is for us to walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, to be plugged in to Him. 
Peter tells us that his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us. This is assurance and a promise that you have everything you need for life and godliness through the divine power of the Holy Spirit. You have everything you need to make the right choices for your kids. So what is the opposite of control? It is relinquishment and trust, giving up what we think we can control and trusting the one who holds the future. So how do we give up control, especially in the areas of things where we feel like we have power over, the decisions that we make, our schedules, and all the things that come with caring for our children? One of the things I've learned along the way, and I certainly do not have this down, is don't plan too far ahead. Now, maybe you're not a type A planner like myself, but this has been a really big problem for me. There was one time that I was talking to a mom, and I was sharing with her that I had finally come to the realization that it was okay not to be running to every physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy appointment. It was really wearing us out, and I could tell it was also affecting our son, Toby. It's okay to have seasons of rest. It's okay not to have your child in every kind of therapy. When you're running to all these appointments, it can wear you out. Definitely evaluate your child's needs, but also that of your child's siblings, your own, and your marriage if you're married. So don't plan too far ahead. When you feel yourself trying to control everything, stop and pray a prayer of relinquishment. God, I know I'm trying to control everything right now. Help me to give this to you. In all things, your will be done. Sometimes that's really hard to pray. We aren't sure if God's will is going to bring more hard or if he's going to allow more difficulties in our life. But the truth is, is that that's where the trust comes in. He sees our past, our present, and our future. He stands over all eternity, and he can see the big picture. And he has your best interest at heart. So trust that. Another tip about control is to pay attention to your body and emotions when you're planning things. One time we were invited to go somewhere with friends, and I was really torn for some reason. It wasn't really a big decision, but I felt a tugging and heaviness in my chest, a reluctance that maybe we should not do this. So much to my chagrin, because I'm very people-pleasing and I didn't want to disappoint our friends, I said no. The very night I declined, our son ended up needing surgery. Now, I do not pretend to know the mind of God, but I think he was protecting us that night. So what about some tips when life is out of control and those unexpected events happen that you are living at the mercy of? One of the major things that I've learned is to take it one day at a time. It sounds very cliche, but it's true. My son spent a month in the pediatric intensive care unit as a baby, literally fighting for his life, and everything that was happening to him was out of my control. One important lesson that the Holy Spirit taught me was to truly take no thought for tomorrow. Don't think too far ahead. Don't imagine every worst-case scenario that can happen. Breathe in, breathe out. Take this minute, now this hour, now this day, and trust. I've often thought about the story of Abraham 
when he was asked to take his one and only son Isaac up the mountain to be sacrificed. He knew God had promised him that his descendants would outnumber the stars. So what was he thinking then? Was he afraid? Was he scared? Was he angry? But yet, he did. He walked up that mountain, and when Isaac asked him questions, he answered him assuredly that God would provide when the time came. I often wonder, what allowed Abraham to have that kind of faith? It's hard to really completely understand, but maybe he was taking it one day, one hour, one step up that mountain at a time. I think he was also relying on God's promises, and that's another piece of advice for myself and for you. Go back to Scripture. See what He has promised to you. He loves you. He has a plan for you. He has a plan for your child, and He wants you to trust Him deeper every day. When chaos seems to win in your house and you feel like you're living at the mercy of things you can't control, remember that God is with you. He is Emmanuel. He desires for you to walk with Him, and He can be trusted. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in Him. I want to leave you with these words from Carol Kent in her book, A New Kind of Normal, and I want to pray these as a prayer over you. When despair tries to take me under, I choose life. When I want to keep my feelings to myself, I choose vulnerability. When I feel oppressed by my disappointment and sorrow, I choose gratitude. When I desperately want relief from unrelenting reality, I choose perseverance. When nothing goes according to my plan, I choose relinquishment. When I wonder what God could possibly be thinking, I choose trust. I want to thank you today for joining us this week on Take Heart, a podcast for special needs moms by special needs moms. We've been chatting about mindset shift around the concept of control. Listen in next week as Sarah Klein shares her thoughts on mindset shift. Our prayer each week is for your heart to be encouraged. We are so grateful that you're walking on this journey with us. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss a show. You can follow us on Instagram at Take Heart Special Moms. If you have any questions or comments, follow the links in our show notes, and we would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next Tuesday.